Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. It's the Tired and Tested Podcast. Enjoy the safe play zone over half an hour of laughs and the occasional little moan. Normal life and all this strife is what we like to speak. Things like saggy boobs and hangovers that last a freaking week. From perky tits to kill and it's a snack bitch when I'm dead. I'm realising that parenting is just living in bumworm dread. Happy listening to the podcast. to episode 10 of the Tired and Tested podcast slash some kind of weird phone-in sex line with me, a very husky, voiceless Sophie McCartney and a slightly less prepubescent boy sounding Lucy with the fridge. Oh my God. That was an intro. That was quite the intro. So sorry guys, this, you're going to have to deal with me like this. I flip between feeling it's actually quite sexy. Mm-hmm. I and, think so. And, also, it's all, and not. <laughs> and just annoying. And just really annoying. Yeah, sometimes I feel I've, like I've been with you all day today and I feel like going, can you just cough it up now? Yeah. Can you just stop playing? Can, <laughs> can, can, you, can just, you stop feeling sorry for yourself? Get out, hack it out. <laughs> so this started on stage on Friday night in Southport and it started going as I was like mid-set. And then I was in the Isle of Man on Saturday. I went international, babe. Is it full of men? I, I did see a few men. I did. It's an island full of men. It was an aisle full of men. It did make me laugh though because um, after I did the show, after I like croaked my way through it like this, and then um, a lady tagged me in one of her Instagram posts, mm. and she just a picture of her and just this like room full of women. She's like, if anyone's looking for any mums on the Isle of Man tonight, we're all here because like there's only a population of something like. 37,000 or something and I think like all the mums were there just abandoned all their kids and partners like see ya we're off out but yeah they were proper up for it they were like messaging me afterwards like come on there was a bar there called the Outback which is I think like there you were invited out yeah I was invited out out to the Outback in the Isle of Man but I sounded like this and I was feeling very sorry for myself and I had some Marks and Spencer's picky bits to eat in the room afterwards so I just went back and ate a pack of chicken um, and watched Race Around the World and I went to bed and then I flew out again at like seven o'clock in the morning I was back at Liverpool for like half past seven in the morning rock and roll it was but they call the, they call the Isle of Man the rock and so people kept messaging me the, going the, the what they call the Isle of Man the, the people who live on the Isle of Man they call it the rock so people kept messaging me going oh we can't wait to see you on the rock and I was like you and me both <laughs> I can't wait to jump on on Dwayne <laughs> I can't wait to get me some rock action. I, I did not know what you meant from it when you were like, yeah. I was like, what is she on about? Oh, yes. Yeah. Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Did I ever tell you about my sex dream about Dwayne the Rock Johnson? <laughs> oh. I never realised how sexually attracted I oh was to him. God, go until on. after this dream. Well, I mean, I won't go into the inner details. I'll spare Steve's blushes because I told him the next day and he was just like really annoyed with me. Were you having sex not were you having sex with Steve in your dream? But no. in real life, but you thought he was the rock and were you giving it giving it your all? Oh, no, Steve was not involved in the dream. He was not there he, was at not, all. he wasn't even in no, the but room. Was, was he weren't having sex with him whilst you were dreaming? No, because I was asleep. I don't know. Well, 
uh, yeah, you uh, can have sex in your in your sleep, you know. And consensually, I don't. Have you have you never woken up before just having sex? No. Oh my goodness! So me and one of a person that I used to work to talk about, used to talk about this work with used to talk about this all the time. This has happened to me a lot. You just wake up and then the next morning you're like, I can't believe you instigated that. And then he's like, No, you did. And I'm like, No, you did. None of us know. No, stop. It's sleep sex. Yeah, it's, fine. it's called sexomnia. Sexomnia. Yeah. Word of the day. It's kind of the only time we have sex <laughs> when you're both unconscious and can't yeah. remember it. Yeah. And our bodies are like, Come on, we need this to, to keep going Let's in our marriage. So, so thank goodness for our subconscious keeping our marriage alive. Oh no! There maybe, you go. Maybe. Oh my god. Maybe Stephen, I should do that because that's kind of like just I can I can multitask the shit out of that then, can't I? Because yeah. I'm actually yeah, asleep. asleep. You'll wake up and be like, need. "Oh, done it, done it, done. Tick, done for the month." <laughs> <laughs> so sorry, sorry, I interrupted you. No, um, your, your your sex dream about the rock. Oh yeah. Well, I mean, it, it was quite vivid. There was quite a lot of. Did me- you did you see his cock? Yeah. Oh, stop. Yeah. What it was, was it like? It was it was, it was small. <laughs> But I wondered whether in the dream, this is all the dream, don't nobody sue me. I've never seen his penis. Okay. I imagine it's as massive as he is, okay? But I think maybe it was just because the ratio was off because the rest of him was so big. Oh right. I think that's probably all it was. It was so just it's a scale. Probably a really big cock. It was just a scale. He's so much bigger. Yeah, it's a scale issue, I think. but I had a lovely time. How was it? It was great. And then I woke up and I was devastated. It was a dream. <laughs> But then I made the mistake of telling Steve about this and he was fuming with me. But but does, does Jess ever dream cheat on you? Steve dream oh, cheats yeah. on me all the time and I'm yeah. livid about it and yeah. I am fuming all day and I will send him passive aggressive messages while he's at work going, I cannot believe that you slept with that woman in my dream and I'm so cross with him. Mm-hmm. But if it's the other way around and I've shagged somebody exciting in Probably my dream, I wake it up to tell him. <laughs> I go, my God, babe, guess who I shagged in my sleep? Um, do you have a do you have a laminated list with Jess of, you know of celebs that you're allowed to go near? We we've been talking about this recently, haven't we? Mm. Um, and I was thinking about my laminated list, and I did have a laminated list not with Jess, but I did have one maybe in like 2010. And do you know who was on it? And I never think about this person anymore. Oh, all right. I had a really strange one because I can remember who was on it. Because I, I know what your type of yeah, taste of men is. Right, go on. Uh, who do you think's on it? And I'll, I'll say yes. What is it? Pete Doherty. He was on it back in the day, but this was his Kate Moss days. Oh, because that made him. Because that, that made his 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 yeah. more sexually appealing. Yeah, it's each like, of their own guys. Each of their own. Um, who else do you think might be on there? Oh, um. I just, I just kind of go for like skinny jean wearing Alex grunge. Turner. Yeah, see, yeah, yeah. yeah. Monkeys. Yeah. Um, I did have to marry somebody who wore skinny jeans. I know, but just, I think, happen. do you know what? Out of, the, out of Pete Doherty and Alex Turner, I think Jez is actually the best. The best. <laughs> <laughs> I've gone up. But no, do you know who else was on there? We always, like, I can't believe we forget about this person. Who? He was a solid part of our youth. Steve Jones from T4. Oh my God, I love Steve Jones. But then I think my Steve looks like Steve Jones. Just a little bit. And to be fair, Jess looks like, oh, well, our husbands are quite similar looking. Aren't they? Very interchangeable. And they're both into wood as well. That, their own and, and of the DIY variety. Like little beavers. Um, yeah. yeah. Oh, Steve Jones, yeah, I love, and, and do you like um, Kelly Jones from Stereophonics? Mm. Because they're all kind of, again, the yeah, same. Yeah, yeah, he's really small, I think. So Did he, I make that up? Oh, I don't know, I've never met him. Neither have I. <laughs> 
oh my god when I laugh I sound like Muttley well, I just sound like that when I laugh normally but at least you can say that it's because you're cool I always sound like that do you know what though I do I did feel a little bit congested today but over the weekend I haven't actually felt that coldy but do you know what I had to get the train into Manchester because we're in Manchester we're together guys Manchester Manchester, Manchester. Um, and, um, and I had to get the train in oh my god the most exciting thing happened on the train babe so I was, saw the rock I <laughs> didn't shag the rock on the train which would have been okay. arguably more exciting okay. so I was just I was at Manchester Oxford Road and I was I was getting off at Piccadilly and there was a young handsome man who was about to get off the train before me and I was just sat there on my phone probably texting you about something <laughs> well you probably Morning. told me I had something to do and I'd forgotten about it because that seems to be the trend of the of the week in our relationship <laughs> and as he was getting off this young attractive man turned round and shouted at me he shouted at me and he went tired and tested and I was like I was so like I was caught off guard yeah caught off guard because one he was a man two he was attractive <laughs> and three he was quite young when you say quite young what are you saying well like below 30 I would Stop say it. I would say below 30 no he wasn't if you are the if you are the hot man that said hello to me on the train today can we get a right in of your age please please make yourself known and then he went he went I'm a big fan good luck on the tour oh, and he got off oh, I know but I was like wow I'm transcending all audiences here oh. but yeah I was just very surprised it wasn't just like a mum of my age because yeah. they're normal. I mean, I love the mums of yeah. my age. We have great chats yeah. when we meet, but it is very, very rarely a young, attractive man <laughs> who is in my target audience. <laughs> he's got pictures of you stored on his phone maybe, maybe he has sex dreams about me like I'm in like I'm the rock <laughs> he's going do you know what something really exciting happened to me this morning uh, do you know what? I don't think even my own husband has sex dreams about me oh it, yes he does come on can I just say I feel like we're in Cluedo <laughs> it is proper we are in right okay audio listeners um we are in a proper like whodunit murder mystery style library <laughs> it's meant to be though i don't know it's meant to be quite cool i feel like there might be hidden cameras in here yeah. as well and um, we'll take a picture of it and put it on the ground so you can see but um yeah it, it's about i mean there's a lovely like fireplace there's a lots of books i wonder whether they're real books do you think they're real books or do you think, think if you pull one, pull one a secret doorway door. opens yeah, yeah. and we're yeah. going to be sucked into some kind of indiana jones style Jumanji. secret passageway oh, yeah, yeah. Um, there's lots of potentially um like murder weapons yeah there's, there's no a, candlestick yeah there's no candlestick oh. but look that's quite a candlestick looking looking lamp yeah you could oh, oh the, the clock you could look kill somebody with the clock, clock. Yeah. yeah yeah that's right one right for the jugular isn't it yeah so you know yeah. oh well i feel much more comfortable in your presence now <laughs> Jobs are good in. Uh, yeah, so we're in Manchester. We are in Manchester. Um, and to get to the murder mystery studio that we're in, and um, we got an Uber from um, from, from <laughs> Lucy staying over in a hotel, so I met her there. And, um, oh my God, somebody okay. had puked in the back of the Uber prior to us. And I could smell that Lucy couldn't. And I'm just sitting there just like jipping to myself. And it's obviously on my side. And then I got out and I saw it all in like the door. Oh no, did yeah. you see it? Yeah. I can't. Oh. And you know when the, oh. you've smelt somebody else's puke oh, and you no. cannot get the smell out of your oh, nose? No. Like I'm not great with vomit oh, do you know what no. i would rather we may have discussed this before i can't remember but i would rather clean up um poo than vomit i think that comes from my dog oh i don't know and i just regularly pick up poo i don't know so i'm not that but you also have a baby i do <laughs> i do um, do you ever do you ever like smell your baby's poo and it smells like your own poo no but i do find this with farts oh yeah I, I, not they don't i don't think they smell like mine but i've noticed that kit and Bowie's farts both smell very similar is that because because you, you serve them the same thing do you think possibly i don't know <laughs> 
being um, being <laughs> Poirot here, <laughs> is it because you've both given them both fish fingers for tea? Maybe. No, I don't find... Well, I don't poo, so... Um... You don't poo. No, that is true. Um, Lucy's the most constipated woman <laughs> I've ever met my entire life. And, like, I would say she is full of shit, but she is genuinely <laughs> full of shit. She cannot get that out for love nor money. We have quite in-depth WhatsApp conversations. Mm-hmm. Like, Steve sits there and our phones ping all the time, don't they? And he's like, what do you talk to Lucy about? Well, I'm like, well... Mm-hmm. She hasn't been in six days, so I'm just giving her some leg exercises to do. <laughs> do the little bicycle crunch that you do with the babies when they're constipated. Get on your back and rock your legs from side to side. Have you always been quite <laughs> withholding? Are we going to do this now? Well, I just feel like, you know, let's open up. Do might open your bells. Though? Do you know what, though? Like, to help dear listeners who might also suffer in, in that kind of side of things, um, I recently was given a uh, uh, colonic irrigation. No, I wasn't given a colonic. I have had one of those before. Have you? Yeah. What's that feel like? Weirdest thing ever. Oh my god! I can't, oh yeah. I can't. But so so obviously I thought it was gonna it was gonna like completely cure my um, give you a right or flush out. Yeah, and then that would be cured. But because I was so um, I was struggling so much at one point. Um, so I decided to try. Can you remember there was that Netflix program about juicing and how this guy just juicing was the best thing ever? You have to juice everything. Oh no! Not like blending, like juicing. Just, just juice juicing. It. So I did a little bit how, of juice diet. How did you I... juice a tin of Pringles? <laughs> Asking for a friend. <laughs> or just pour some water. Was that and just blend it? Mm. Um, but yeah, so I tried juicing, and then um, then I just was like, I'm going to pick myself in, just see if this give this a whirl. But because I've been juicing, they were like, there's nothing in your stomach. And I'm like, well, where's all the food I've eaten for the last thirty years? They're <laughs> <laughs> like, no. Nope. So yeah, no, it was very strange no, because I... you've got this woman just being like, oh, it's yeah, rummaging around with a hose pipe I mean, up your arms. Yeah, I don't, it's very very strange sensation. Um, however, I recently uh, was speaking to a dietitian and I was like telling her my woes and she was like chia seeds I was like babes I have tried everything everything, everything under the sun but the chia seeds the one that kind of go like frog spawn when they go wet apparently they do and do you know what these chia seeds we're onto something here oh, really? I think we are I think we are I've had a lot more uh, movement oh well, cheers to that <laughs> So tour tickets are available for twenty twenty four, guys. <laughs> boom, boom. That's the height of the comedy. Oh, boom, you're boom, boom. Experience um, with me. So yeah, cheers, seeds. Cheers, seeds. Lovely. Well, next time I'm desperate for a shit. That's what I'm going to do. <laughs> also, it's been a very sad week, very tragic week um, for all millennials, I reckon, because um, poor old Chanandla Bong died, didn't they? Oh. Do you know Matthew Perry? That was a real, when I woke up and I saw all the messages on my phone, it was a real, you know when sometimes people die and you kind of expect it and you're like, oh, that person died. Or like they're very, very old. They're very old. Like when David Attenborough finally goes, God love him. I mean, he's never going to go. Even Queenie. It's like, you know, she had a good inning. Yeah. Whereas this one was like a, wow, wasn't it? Yeah. A bit of a wow. I mean, he was, he was a troubled soul. He was a troubled soul, but he did so much, didn't he, for kind of helping 
others and he had this addiction center that mm. he'd opened and, mm-hmm. and I saw I've seen quite a few things since he's died but about how actually he just wants to be remembered yeah. not necessarily for friends but for all the good that he did and trying and to help addicts. others and getting over his addiction yeah, yeah it was very very tragic but um I am now gonna I think go back and start watching all, all the, friends. the friends I again. think that's what I'm gonna do and all just, the friends and just relive it he had some absolute cracking moments oh gosh he? I know do you know what my, I was with my nieces at the weekend and one of them she she is just about the age where she was like talking because we were talking about friends and um Catherine my sister-in-law was like how do you know about friends and she was like I've seen a couple of episodes and she's like at that very and we were, and we were kind of looking at each other she was like you know there's this talk of sex and stuff in there and she was like yes mom I know but we were talking about how once once if you're going to do friends you have to do it properly from yeah, the start you have to, go start you have to. You have to. and then any one of our do, do you not find that we always make reference to situations in any life? life any yes. life situation yes. is a quote you know like that, that episode of friends the amount of times this week i've sung smelly cat smelly yeah. cat yeah for the one where phoebe loses her voice who's your favorite um, a favourite well I always wanted to be Jennifer Anderson I always wanted to be Rachel and I basic had bitch basic I know but I always I aspired to have her hair and the amount I mean, of times I went to the hairdressers and I got that bloody awful Rachel, Rachel cut. cut and I remember my hairdresser trying to talk me out of it but being like baby you're not going to be able to do the layers and I was like do the layers <laughs> nobody, nobody could like, pull off the layers like Rachel who had full hair and makeup team yeah every exactly. day <laughs> they were the only people that could style those Rachel cut layers man it was a, tra- a tragedy for all all of the hairdos oh, of the 90s yeah, I, love, I love that what was your favourite Chandler memory oh god well I think it was the episode where um, where Ross is running late for for it's, it's, I can't remember if it's an award ceremony or something and they're all invited and then uh, it's when Joey comes in and he goes clothes. could I be wearing any more clothes <laughs> I love Joey but I love them all I love them all for different reasons yeah. they're just so relatable in different ways I, I used to love all the ones with Jenny Jen- oh yeah oh my god <laughs> I've never done the friends. T- have you done the friends set for Zoom? No, but my friend Carly is obsessed with friends. She cried herself to sleep last night. Oh, bless her. I know. Love her. I know. Um, but yeah, I'd like I've never done it. But she she's a big old friends. I just find it like even though I wouldn't have put myself as a as like a super fan. I think everybody knows so much about it's it's incredible because of what yeah. I'm that generation. Yeah. It was it was your Friday night viewing, wasn't it? It was. Like, so everybody sit, watched the same stuff. We we'd sit down with my mum and dad and watch Friends, and like I can't, I don't, I don't know what. Oh, when did it first start? What year? Did it was nineteen ninety seven. Yeah, I was going to say ninety four. I, I I was in high. Was I in high school? I must have been in high school. But again, so just came back to what you're saying about like your friend's daughter watching, and there were there are sex references. And I remember there's an episode. Um, do you remember where um Ross is trying to talk dirty? And I don't know whether he's with Rachel at the time. I can't remember who he's with. But she's like, talk dirty to me. And he goes, vulva. <laughs> and for years, I never understood <laughs> what, that what that was. I thought he was saying Volvo. Volvo. <laughs> I was like, why is a Volvo dead sexy? I don't understand. And then it was only got, when I got older, I was like, oh, oh Volvo. <laughs> When he started, I mean, not, not, I mean, Ross was also a close second, actually. The bit with his, I always reference the leather pants whenever I'm wearing any kind of leather trouser and I'm trying to get it back up. Yeah. And every time we go for a spray tan. I'm in eight. (laughs) 
Yeah. Oh, friends. I cannot actually wait to start watching that with yeah. Evelyn, I think, when yeah. she gets, like, outside yeah. teenagers. You can start watching it with Jack, probably. Uh, do you reckon? Yeah. I don't know if he'd be that fussed. No, he probably wouldn't. No, not Evelyn buffed. like it. No. Oh, well, rest in peace, Matthew oh, Perry. We salute you, you for everything that you did oh. for all of your friends. 
is it? I don't think you'll get it. No, I don't think I will. It's actually quite interesting. Is it? It's a husband right. whose wife chooses to have lovers. I wouldn't have got that in a million right? years. He and his spouse adored one another, but she chose to maintain independence and have lovers. He was a cuckold. He was a cuckold. Yeah. Slash her bitch. Yeah. Right? Now, so from that, I got... This 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 was the third one that I came through. So so before a step before I got that, I came across across a cuckwean. <laughs> now is that like cuck cuck cuck? And then it's queen, but it's Q U E A N cuckwean cuckwean. Not like oh my god, she's such a queen with all her cucks. Like she's got as many lovers as she wants, so she's a cuckwean. No. So what do you think it is? I just think it's an absolute bad boss bitch of a woman who just goes so, around shagging whoever she wants and she's like that to her husband. Fucking shut up, I'm going to do what I want, bitch. Well, this is it. So it's a wife who is compliant. Oh, well, that's not the fetish for her husband's unfaithfulness. It's a polar opposite then. <laughs> so it's the wife. So she's been cuckolded by the husband when she's fine with it. Yes. Oh. So she's... She's the cuckold. So, so she, she's the female equivalent of the cuckold. All oh, right. So in my sex dreams, Steve is cuckold as He's I shag the rock. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And when he cheats on you, he cheats on dreams, if he's you're happy me. with it, which you're not, which so I'm you're not, not a cuckold. I'm not a cuckween. <laughs> no. To be fair, he's not a cuckold either. He was not, he was not happy. He was like, honestly, baby, it's like you couldn't get a man more different than me if you tried than the rock. And he's like, is that what you like? Is that what you're into? He's just there, just like really angrily bench pressing in the corner. <laughs> <laughs> that's not true they've no. both got penises that's true they are they, they're you know yeah um so this the first word i came across which then put me into the hall of cucks is cuck cake a cuck cake sounds cute right a cuck cake oh oh what the hell is a cuck cake then mm. okay so if a cuck is somebody who likes to chug about a cuck cake is somebody who just checks bakery produce? <laughs> no. Nope. Well, I don't know what a cake is in Urban Dictionary. A, a, cake. I feel like a, cake. a cake. A cake. A cake. Is it somebody who's just like a bit nothing key? Who's just like all vanilla. Vanilla and nothing else. Just all sugar and vanilla, but just empty calories. Like they're not even worth it. No. no. I, I mean, what I'm going to suggest is you think about the two previous cucks. Yeah. And think about what a cuck cake could be in relation to the other, the cuckold and a cuck queen. Is it just somebody's just not asked? <laughs> Either way. No. 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 Do you want to know? Yeah, go on. A cuck cake is the mistress or side dish in an affair, usually associated with a cuck queen who's the woman who's aroused by her male partner having sex with another woman. So here's the example. John was out with his cuck cake while his cuck queen wife waited at home playing with herself and waiting for all the juicy details. So the cuck cake's a... So this is the cuck... The cuck old is out. He said no, they're out no. having a lovely time. The cuck queen is at home while the husband is out with the cuck just, cake. Just what? Just... just She's at home getting just, aroused by the thought of her husband being with a cuck cake. Right, so she's not just got the kitchen knife out ready for him to come home. She's already been up to the wardrobe, slashed all of his items of clothing, already gone onto his social media and just like superimposed <laughs> his head on like pictures of like 
pigs being shagged by goats and things and just has set some horrible rumour off about him on this kind of some WhatsApp group. She's she's actually just sat at home just totally fine. Pleasuring herself. Just so ecstatic that she's just yeah. creaming herself because her husband's off. And doing... this is why Steve will never leave you based on that exact sentence before. I would be a crazy bitch. <laughs> Absolutely. He, he knows Me this. Too. He, he knows I'd be a 100% psycho Bitch. Have you done, have, like, have you ever been um, a little bit of a psycho when you've when you've split up with a boyfriend before? Um, no, because I've always dumped my boyfriends. Oh, right, yeah. You're always a dumper, never the dumpy. Never, never dumped, no. Um, I've been a dumphead before. Oh, no. <laughs> and I imagine that you didn't take that very well. <laughs> um, I actually um, refused to <laughs> split up with <laughs> Oh no! He's like, no, 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 we're going to break up. Not no, well, I'm not. No, sorry, I'm sorry. Takes two to tango exactly. here. <laughs> so you can try splitting up with me, but I am not. I am not agreeing. I'm. I'm. I'm, you know, I'm going to be stuck with me till your dying day. I take two people to sign the divorce papers here, and then I remember he was in my bedroom at home, and I shut. What, the- tied to something because <laughs> he wasn't allowed to go. It's worse. It's worse. Um, he was in my bedroom. I wouldn't let him out the door, so he tried to climb out the window. <laughs> There's just nothing about this that surprises me that you would be 100% the world's worst person to dump. I'm not very good at heartache. I'm really not. And um, how many floors then, off was, was he when then, he tried to explain <laughs> that? If he fell, what am I trying to explain no, that? No, bungalow. Oh, oh, fine. <laughs> oh, good. But you see, I was, I had a couple of, I was dumped a couple of times. And then you see after that, ice cream. And it took me a long time for Jez to... Not to, a cook queen. No, ice queen. Ice queen. It took... When it finally did meet my husband, it took him a long old time to to wear down. And I love that you then went for a two-storey house and that <laughs> fucker couldn't get out the window even if he wanted to. <laughs> Do you like your legs, Jez? Tough <laughs> shit. <laughs> oh, God. So, yeah, there you go. There's a little bit of insight. There we go. Well, that was actually quite an informative... It was, right. ...urban dictionary so, corner. Um, Every day's a school. I'd, I'd avoid the cucks at all, at all costs yeah. if I were you. I can cook it. Stick to the cocks. Yeah, much better. <laughs> okay, well, I have just seen the candlesticks for the murder. They're on that mantelpiece. <laughs> In the library. Yeah. It's bat, it's bat shit crazy Lucy <laughs> with the candlestick in the library. She refused to be dumped. With a broken heart. <laughs> Hell but, hath no fear. But not as broken as the bloke's legs were going to be after he'd gone out the window. Listen, I've grown a lot since then. I've just got bigger so I could throw myself on him to stop him from going. <laughs> it's probably about time that we went for maybe a parenting tale slash fail i'm gonna call it the swimming lesson oh oh, (laughs) your little evil look that you've just given me after that one now this is actually from one of my friends she's asked to be remain anonymous anonymous oh god God. okay you know it's gonna be good when the person refuses to be named oh right are you ready you strapped in i am okay I was very excited to be taking my 12-week-old baby to his first swimming lesson. Oh, God, I'm already filled with absolute fear as to where this story is going. It was the first time I was dipping my toe into mother and baby groups. Oh. I'm quite shy and I'm not a fan of meeting new people, so it was a big day for us both. Yes, well done. We got ourselves ready and waited by the pool for our instructor. There were about eight of us mums with babies, so it was a nice smallish group. 
We all sheepishly smiled at each other and made small talk, probably about the weather. As we were waiting, my son began to squeeze. Oh, oh no. <laughs> Perfect timing for a dump. Oh, they love it. They see a pool and they go, yes, let's go squeeze one out. Yeah. So I was too shy to say anything. So I decided to just pretend I hadn't noticed. And we all got into the water. Mm. As we got into the pool and we were doing introductions, something didn't feel quite right. I noticed that my baby's nappy had doubled in size. The instructor then loudly announced, Oh, did you not use a swim nappy? Oh, no. Swim nappy? I didn't even know they existed. Why does nobody tell you this stuff? So she suggested that I go and buy some from reception. So I sheepishly head out to the pool to go buy one. It's a baby. She's taking the baby. As I picked him up to get out of the pool, the nappy had swollen so much, it was really heavy. So heavy, it slipped off my baby and dropped into the pool complete with his pre-swim turd. Oh my God. Oh my God, imagine the scenes of panic. Like everybody out. Like slow-mo, like a great white shark had joined in there. Jaws. Save yourself. Save yourselves. <laughs> so not only had I embarrassed myself by not knowing about swim nappies, I'd also ruined swimming for the entire class oh as they God. all had to be evacuated to deep clean the pool following my baby's pain. Oh God. Oh. And she says, I couldn't show my face again no. at swimming ever again. No. My son is now 12 years old and I've never set foot in the local swimming pool with him ever since. No, don't. I wouldn't, I wouldn't bother. It's absolutely fine. And there's nothing worse is they're on holiday and it's it's like the whistle goes and then you see the lifeguard come. And one last time we were on holiday, about six of them were all standing around the pool just trying to work out whether it was a leaf or whether it was a poo. <laughs> And then they sent, I mean, it looked like they'd done short straws, oh but I reckon God. they'd absolutely diddled this poor lad because they sent the youngest lifeguard in. Oh, stop. With a sieve. Oh, stop. <laughs> and he got in and he had to fish it out. And then his little face, he just turned around and just grimly confirmed that he had it in his sieve. And then it was like, everybody out. And then the, t- the yellow tape of shame comes out around the pool. So nobody's allowed to go in. And you see all the parents looking around the pool like, it wasn't me. It wasn't my child. It wasn't my child. You see, I've never been in that situation. That you I'm know, not, I've not not that not that no, but I've never been in a swim pool that's been evacuated that because a, of a poo. Because of a poo. What what's the crack with that? How long did you have to stay out of it for? Oh, they, like, it's like four hours or something. <laughs> <laughs> the absolute shame of shutting down. And it's even worse when there's only one pool on holiday and you're the family that has shut down oh, the one God. pool. And everyone's got to take their kids to the beach, which is a fate worse than death. Oh, just God, yeah. Your child in their very sticky factor 50, hate, just rolling them the onto the sand like they're a scotch egg. I hate the beach. Everybody cries. It's the, it it is is the, the worst. worst. It is the worst. And you're there and you're thinking, oh, I'm going to do it because it's hashtag making memories. Yeah. Yeah. nobody has a yeah. nice time I hate you just want to you just want to get back to the pool as fast yeah. as you possibly can and then you get back to the pool after being kicked off to go to the beach because someone had a shitty pool <laughs> and some fuckers have stolen your sun lounger and then you're really 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 irrationally angry about it do you do this on holiday where you you have the, you no, like you, the same no, spot you do though yeah I I, you and do. I don't know why it is it's like a really like um like territorial yeah. thing that yeah. it's once you go on holiday your first day you decide where you are to sit for the rest of your holiday and but you, you do, do not realise you doing that you're stealing somebody else's spot well no 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 like <laughs> you've got there first that's fine <laughs> so you get there first yeah 
but somebody's already been there for three days and they're like, who the fuck is that? Oh, Scouse bird. You know, Robin asked, I'm like, well, maybe, but tough shit. <laughs> I'd just like to have one aspect, one view for the whole of my holiday. Never move. And then you do have to move and you're like, oh, hotel looks very different from this angle. <laughs> Do you know when we, we went on holiday this year, we had a selection of pools and I felt, I felt like... Fancy pants. I know, right? I felt the pressure to make sure we, sp- we spent a decent amount of time at each pool. Each pool, because you paid for it. Because, you, these because you paid for it, yeah. And, it, and I, I really did. I found it quite stressful. Not as stressful as your kids having a shit in all of those well, fancy this is, pools. this is true. And also yeah. very much a first world problem. Oh, but I have got a tip. Cool. When you go on holiday, if they've got a better room... Don't book it before you get there. Uh-huh. I recently went on holiday and I have a toddler. Is he a toddler still? Three? Kind of. No. Kind of. Um, and a uh, baby. Four. No, well, you know. Preschooler. Um, Preschooler is what they we They put us on the second floor, right? And I'm like, at one point, I was coming back from from, from this one of the pools and I was like, I had to get the baby, the, thod- the three-year-old, whatever we call those that age. Just call him Kit because that's Kit. his name. <laughs> Buggy. Swimming paraphernalia, and All I was like, vegetables. and I had to keep going up and down and up and down and up and down, and I was like, this is just not, this is this is not the family holiday that I had in mind. So went to reception, they were like, mm, we don't have any ground floor rooms, and I was like, look, I'm willing to pay a little bit more money. So like, well, we do have a swim up room, and I was like, a swim up room? Didn't know you had them. Come on, how much? And I'm thinking this is going to be like a few thousand pounds we can't afford. Twenty euros a day. Oh, winner, winner. Chicken dinner. Chicken dinner. Yeah. Just dip your kid in and let them have a shit. Absolutely. I was like, we're not moving. Yeah. So there we go. Lovely. Don't, don't upgrade before you go. Wait till you get there. There we go. Lucy with the fringe travel tip <laughs> of the day. <laughs> there concludes another episode of the Tired and Tested podcast. Lucy and I both survived hosting today from the murder mystery headquarters of the UK. Nobody got their heads caved in by a candlestick. It's always a good day at the office, isn't it? If you have enjoyed our podcast thus far, could you do us a little bit of a cheeky favour and um, give it a little a little rating? If you didn't like it, please don't bother. <laughs> we don't care about your feedback unless it's great. <laughs> okay? Just saying. Just saying. And also, if you have any parenting tales or fails that you want to send in, please, please, please keep them coming. You can send them in to tiredandtested at acast.com. And we have a little sneaky something extra coming for you guys so keep your eyes and your ears peeled it might be landing with you on monday hit the jingle it's the tired and tested podcast enjoy the safe play zone over half an hour of laughs and the occasional little moan normal life and all this strife is what we like to speak things like saggy boobs and hangovers that last a freaking week from perky tits to kill and it's a snack bitch when i'm dead i'm realizing that parenting is just living in bumworm dread happy listening to the podcast